Welcome to Oops All Apocalypses, a show where we explore the collapse of society by playing fun tabletop role-playing games. I'm your host, Stu Masterson, and I'm joined by the appropriate number of people to make the thing go right. <laughs> That's so similar. You cheating. You cheating already. Uh, hey, Stu. Yeah? Good joke. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I'm Brady, and I play Book McReady. A, uh, a super soggy sleuth who's trying to solve the mysteries of his past. And I'm Ocean, a gentle giant and truffle hog. Beautiful. Your intros are so much more serious than mine. Normally I use the serious ones and you go with something goofy, but last few episodes it's just been pure goof out of me and pure serious out of you. I think after I said that he peed his pants like two episodes in a <laughs> row, I... I I stopped trying to be funny. Yeah, you're trying to be more serious now. That was a little too much. You didn't like the direction your character was going. I get it. I do like the truffle hog arc of Ocean, though. I think that could really be a foundation for your future character. I think when I undercover my hidden my hidden beauty, which is an achievement, uh, um, a improvement I can get, my hidden beauty is that Ocean accidentally his skin gets torn a little bit and he realizes he's just wearing a suit. And when he takes it off, he's just three pigs in a suit. Yep, three pigs in a suit. They're all very good at finding. Yeah, that's why he has truffles. so many complicated visions because he's sharing three vi- three separate. Oh my god! He's just three pigs that got fused psychically. God, this is such a good idea. Oh, this is a good idea. Unfortunately, the the real the real thing that appears after Ocean takes off his skin suit is a big bad wolf. Oh, that's true. There's no truffle wolves though. There are truffle dogs actually. Now I think about it. He's a triple dog. Inside of everyone are three little pigs and a big bed wolf. <laughs> this week, we're going to try to fall in love with this truffle hog and this soggy detective by answering another question on the list of 36 questions to fall in love. We are at the very serious section of this oh. question where things start getting real. Oh. Brady has so far still not been impressed. <laughs> He's hard to please. <laughs> this one's going to be like, what's your body count? <laughs> How many breads have you eaten in your life? <laughs> this is a pretty good one. I like this one a lot. And How many cans of beans have you shared with other people? <laughs> it does have share in it. Okay. Hell yeah. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. <laughs> I feel like we've seen a lot of embarrassing moments for book. Yeah. I would say so. I would say so. <laughs> Your eyes got really big when you said yes. <laughs> okay. When book when book was young, I'm gonna tell okay, I'm gonna tell the the story of book how how book learned that he had to get potty trained. Oh no. That was something that you talked about previously. Yeah. What a weird arc of backstory to uncover for the past couple episodes about books potty training this is like the second episode we've talked about this <laughs> yeah well i think i think in the past i i mentioned that uh the book maybe took longer than most to get fully potty trained indeed <laughs> and um so i'm i'm gonna say that uh when book was when book was five uh he had to wear he still had to wear uh pull-ups at night and he was he thought that was completely normal and he thought that like everyone including his parents wore pull-ups at night for when you had to pee. He one day was talking to Callista, who I think grew up in the same town as him, and he asked her what he asked her what pattern is on the pull-ups that she wears at night. Nice. And he got completely humiliated. Hoping for like a good Spider-Man answer. Yeah. Yeah. 
he didn't get to tell her about his cool spider-man pull-ups and um he was completely humiliated in front of a a large group of people including like his parents and her parents and everybody including like when the parents started laughing is when he really felt terrible that was painful to listen to so i suspect that is indeed very embarrassing yeah that was yeah i would say so (laughs) you gotta one-up that ocean i don't know if i can that's this is Beethoven style. We keep going. That has possibly the most embarrassing thing I could possibly imagine. <laughs> that That's impressive. That cakes the cake. So the thing that Ocean is super embarrassed about, and it's something that he's been, you know, realizing was quite a mistake many, many times. And it's one he's living with for a while is that when Ocean and Ocean and book were working together on getting the spider up and running, I'm going to say the spider initially did have four tires, four wheels. Mm. But Ocean was convinced because he saw buggies one day, like sand buggies and stuff that only had three, that that was a much more effective means of traversal. (laughs) So Book kept saying, no, physics says that doesn't doesn't really work. That's a bad plan. But he took off the thing anyway and made that little weird third third tire system. And he's always said that that was a great idea. Within, I'm, I'm going to say within like 12 hours of doing it and driving it the first time, he was like, oh shit, this is terrible. This is not as effective as I'd hoped it would be. But he was so embarrassed by the fact that he essentially made it out of aesthetics instead of uh, functionality. And he never didn't want to admit that he was wrong. It's a book that uh, to this day, he has argued that it was the optimal choice. But just now he's coming out and being like, book, you're right. I've been so embarrassed to tell you about this shitty design on the spider. I just can't have been able to bring myself to tell you. Nice. That's very good. That is good. That, that one probably stings for longer. Yeah. (laughs) It sure stings. Anytime I drive the spider in high school, I was running the mile backwards and I tripped and broke my wrist. (laughs) Oh, I have this insanely similar story, actually. An insanely similar story. So uh, I guess we're just sharing real embarrassing stories now. But in high school, (laughs) I also broke my wrist. But I was doing it to impress a girl. I mean, so is Stu, clearly. Yeah, I'm assuming he probably was. He was running backwards. So No, all my friends were doing it. I'm just a sheeple. And then I, I, we all agreed to stay with each other the whole time because like we were running it together. And then at the very end, I said like, "Eat my dust, motherfuckers," and tried to sprint backwards. And then that's when I fell and broke my wrist. Oh, that's that's pretty good. Mine's that's I guess good. not that not as great because uh, for me, I was every bunch of people. There was a like a a deck that everyone was jumping over. We we're we we're doing cool parkour moves. I was trying to show off to the girl I had a crush on at the time, and I did a cool parkour move and. Uh, I botched the landing and I broke my wrist so bad that they had to put a metal plate in and you can still see the big ass scar that I have oh, from nice. that. Holy shit. So it's beautiful. Yes. I've never done anything embarrassing. I know nothing at all. And with that collection of wonderful stories, <laughs> let's get back to the action. <laughs> So, have a, so book's been pulled up now. So, yep, books up, kids up. Now, Ocean has both of his feet stuck in various different places. <laughs> yes. Wait, and the jaws are the jaws are wedged open a little bit. 
uh, they're pretty much all the way closed. Maybe like a tiny, tiny gap. Okay. They seem to not have much trouble with the metal. It slowed it down a little bit. Yeah. But can we just cut the bindings that are that attached the the metal thing to Ocean's foot? You can also cut his legs off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can <laughs> you can basically yeah break your shoes so you don't have them anymore. Um, but yeah, you guys are at the top with this kid who is panting heavily and his his hands look like torn up. So Ocean falls flat on his back next to the kid and just is, joins him in just like panting. And he looks over at kid and says, what the hell were you doing down there? I didn't mean to go down there. I was trying to get a picture of the light. No. Kid, kid, guys, we don't, is this thing going to reactivate? Is this thing going to open back up underneath us? What do I look like? A calendar? <laughs> go, 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 go for the exit. Ocean, uh, I'm going to cut your leg free. I'm going to cut your foot free. And okay. I start to saw at the rope that is binding the the sh- the shoe to him, and then I want to start digging her around his other foot to try to free it. Uh, there is still sand falling on you, not like directly on top of you. This was actually strangely off center a little bit of where the like center of the room was. That's why like you guys weren't like standing on the middle when this opened up. It pulled you into the side. Interesting. You're able to definitely get him out of his shoes pretty quick, and with your help, get out from the wedged foot book can't help himself but he, from looking up into the this the slit and trying to see if he can see anything up there uh it hurts your eyes because sand falls in them but from up there you cannot see much it's just not illuminated and it's just a pretty small crack so you just see the sand no coming. moving parts just sand falling you can't see any moving parts interesting very interesting okay i would like to scramble the fuck out of this hellish fucking stupid fuck room. <laughs> are you going, which exit are you going to? The kid ran back towards the town. No, I'm going towards the lighthouse. So Ocean looks a little torn briefly because he sees the kid run off and he starts heading towards the kid. But then he sees Book run off the other direction and just exasperatedly, he's going to shake his head. And then he turns and he yells over to uh, Pringle Fries and shouts, remember, it was Book and Ocean that saved your ass. <laughs> Tell the town we saved you. <laughs> and then he runs off towards Book on the other side. Kid, toss me your camera. I'll get that picture for you. He stops for a second and like considers going back onto the sand. And he does run back up to you and gives you the camera and then runs away. I said, toss it to me. What are you doing running across <laughs> this? <laughs> He's not throwing the camera. That's very valuable to him. Can you give us any? Uh, have you have you actually been there before? He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. God damn it. This is a huge risk. <laughs> you can't have a conversation across these distances. Whatever. All right. Book slings the camera around his neck. So book now he has a book has a, a light on one shoulder, a Vesuvius head on another, and the camera slung <laughs> from his neck. Ocean looks at book and goes. So as they're running, Ocean looks at books amalgamation of shit, and it's like, do you, do you, do you need me to carry something for you? Absolutely not. You have lights, camera, and action. Oh, shit, he does. I have the director in my ear. Uh, So you're able to make it to the exit. It becomes clear that this is a road that was created at some point. It reminds you of some of the more nice roads in Subtropolis or even some parts of the Long Dark that are like very well paved. It looks like this is asphalt or concrete of some sort that leads out to a big open chamber that has water all along the ground and a huge swirling beam of light shooting around the outskirts this is a huge lighthouse well be damned book it's a lighthouse i want to first take a picture for kringle fries snap it works all right i t- it starts printing out the picture i take another one for me 
Uh, there was only one picture left. Shit. Okay. Well, this is for crinkle fries. I put it in my pocket. Actually, I put it in the waterproof bag, and then I shine my light around, and I look for mushrooms for Ocean. He sees the lighthouse. Ocean is briefly just like, yeah, it's a lighthouse. And then he immediately is like, ain't nobody been here. There's probably mushrooms everywhere. He starts looking around. This book's probably enamored by the lighthouse. How deep is the water around us? Like, is there water between us and the lighthouse? You go shine your light into it. So the place you come in is like this doorway that opens up to a very massive room. And this lighthouse is like large, large, large lighthouse, like as big as you could expect to see on the east coast of the United States. Barney, Barney, get Bay Lighthouse. I got you. And it looks like the ground's at least wet between there as you're shining your light on it you see a lot of glinting off of it but it seems like it's very there's something weird about it as you're shining your light there it almost like flutters before you can see this light wet reflection like it like it moves huh yeah and then the rest of the room cannot even see the edges of it this is a huge cavern that you assume extends out in every direction as you're watching the massive beam of the light go around the edges of it for about three quarters of the room you can see it reflecting off of the walls, and then the last quarter, it seems to be shooting off into a big, deep distance that you can't see. <laughs> but as it's reflecting off the walls, Ocean, give me a read a sitch roll with advantage. Read a sitch with advantage. Well, that is going to be a seven. I'm going to tell you a thing, and then you can ask me your one question. Okay. So this reminds you of one of your visions tremendously. <sighs> now see if you can remember all your visions. Like the one where the walls is moving? Uh, Maybe. Oh God! Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember the one where where there was a, like I think there was a light moving around the room, and th- where the light wasn't, you could see things like writhing. Yeah, the one with the, the it had the um like the tentacle wall kind of looking thing. That that was another one that was weird. It was a different one. Oh my God! They've all blended together. I should have taken better notes about I what my visions were. I thought that room was going to be the tentacle monster. Yeah, me too, actually. That's what I was thinking. This was one where it was exactly what Brady described, pretty much. Yeah, there was a massive light circling around a room, and wherever the light wasn't at, you could. it was like on the outskirts of the light, you could see this fluttering, and I think I described it as like wings and claws and yeah. wet. I can't remember that vision to save myself. I'll be 100% honest. But <laughs> well, that gave you advantage on this, so you can still ask me one question. Okay. While while Ocean thinks about that, um, when I move the light around, like, is that happening on the floor too? The fluttering? It's happening on the floor in front of the when you're shining it into the like lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Where you're at now, it isn't at all. Okay. Can I see like the edge of where that starts? Yeah, as you're shining the light, that's kind of a difficult thing to pick out. Right. It is very subtle. It's not just like. I think I'm going to go with what should I be on the lookout for? But before uh, Ocean does that, he's when he's looking around the room and he notices all this stuff slowly, he starts kind of forgetting briefly about the mushrooms. That's kind of like memories kind of flash back to him. He's going to stop and he's going to look at book very slowly and goes, I've been here before. I'm tired of hearing that. <laughs> I don't. It's never, it's never been a good thing. I'm so sorry. I don't know what else to tell you, book. I, I saw this place. It's a little different than what I saw in my head, but the fluttering, the the lighthouse, this I saw this in one of my visions. Ocean, why would you be where my parents went? I I don't know. Maybe there's something in that tower that will tell us more. Now Ocean is very interested in the lighthouse. Ocean, have have any of your visions had a, a man and a woman in them? There have been. I've had some visions, but I don't think any of them 
I did have one vision once. It was a woman lying on a table. But I don't think she looked anything like your parents. Book book is looking a little bit suspiciously in Ocean's direction. Ocean, what you've been here before? What can you? What what did what what do we have to do? Where do we have to go? I don't know. I didn't see that much. I just saw the f- the wings on the walls, and but I saw something with teeth and claws as well. So I think we should be on the lookout. But you said it was a avoiding the light. I think so. So I uh, I shine the light basically at our feet as we start to walk forward. Yeah, and to answer your previous role and also Book's kind of question about where does this start, as you're shining your light in front of you, you see there's definitely some sort of swarm of things in here. Oh, God. It's always avoiding the light that's getting shined either by the light in front of you or by the lighthouse, but you cannot for the life of you figure out if they're roosting on the walls and keep having to move, or if it's a massive swarm around the whole thing. Huh. We got our bodies have to stay in the light too, not just our feet, which is difficult because half there's we can't always be. Ocean, <laughs> here, can I take that light? And he grabs it, and since he's tall, he lifts it directly overhead like this, like a spotlight. <laughs> the two of us. Yeah, but that's I. That's gonna get my back or my front. Well, well, hopefully it'll hopefully it'll be enough. Do we have any flares? I think the, the ambient light from it, even if it's shining directly on, I guess depending on what the creatures are, I think the the diffuse lighting from it hopefully will keep us. Yeah, I hope somewhat so. Somewhat illuminated. Do we? We do have the second light that I found, but I don't think it's hooked up to anything, right? The one that I pulled from the water. Uh, no, not right now. I guess you do have it with you. And you, you said the you said that it would require some electric work to get it working again if we ripped it out. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, Book walks in front of Ocean and starts walking towards the lighthouse. Okay, so you guys try to stay within the light underneath. We're trying our absolute best to kind of illuminate us. (laughs) It sounds like a very awkward, fun walk. Yeah, it just sounds like an odd walk where uh, Ocean is very vulnerable. I think I feel like Ocean would have flares on him. I think yeah. Wait, I think I specific we specifically did have flares at one point. Something had flares. I remember. Oh, you know what, Stu, is there any, is there any, like, there's not going to be any wood on the ground, right? Not in here, no. Book searches frantically, comes up with nothing, and says, let's, let's go. You guys are walking very close to each other. I guess, like, smooshed up together? Is that what you're trying to do? As close as possible, so we're both in the light, so I'm assuming very close to each other. So you guys are taking, like, little baby half steps with each other (laughs) as you're going forward. Uh, both of you give me a act under fire roll. Okay. Of course. Um, so you end up going. There's kind of this little ramp down into this wetter ground that you start walking in. And your boots start sclomping more and sloshing around as you take steps forward. But you're able to stay in this light for now. It's an eight for me for act under fire. And I rolled a nine. As you're going along, you guys start to hear the sound of all these flutterings around you. These wings, these very quick flapping wings seem to be almost buzzing entirely around you as you're walking this little tiny spotlight of potential safety. Ocean, you start feeling on the outsides of your arms and certainly the tops of your fingers where you're holding over the light. All of these little wet pointy things start just, they seem to get on you for a second and then they seem to go away. 
but then more and more start seeming to hold on and stay there. And you feel probably hundreds of little tiny hands or claws, you can't really tell, legs of some sort, all over the top, the outside of your arms and hands. Oh, goodness. I fucking hate that. I don't like that at all. Oh, goodness. Oh. There's gotta be something that we can do here. Ocean's gonna take his tarp out and he's gonna wrap it around us so that way the top is the tarp is covering our tops and he's gonna hold the light so that way the light's kind of reflecting off the tarp in the inside to kind of fully illuminate us. I like that. I like that. But that way we're covered on the top. The yeah, kind of like a cocoon. Covered in guts. Yeah, well we're gonna have the gutsy side out facing the creatures. <laughs> Maybe they'll clean it off for us. The hard part of this seems to be the exchange point of keeping this light up above you mm-hmm. while you pull out this card. Agreed. So I'm going to say, Book, give me a try something challenging roll. I think you're going to have to hold the light up. Yeah, I wish Book is going to have to take it for a second for sure. Ooh. 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 Because I, I, my aggro is zero now, so that's a full... I got a 10. Nice. You go and you hold the light and you feel that same fluttering against your hand as well and you notice it seems to be leaving behind like a residue like something thick and viscous that doesn't feel good it's not like necessarily hurting you but it seems like it's definitely like irritating your skin somewhat by the way do we see any mushrooms uh you want to stop and look closer yeah um on on the ground underneath you it's like a almost thick brown sludge that there are certainly some mushrooms growing out of but to see if they're the good ones you would have to like clean them off stop look very carefully once we get the tarp fully over us maybe then we can because we're not going to be able to see anything once we have the tarp up so at that point we just look at the ground and ooh. while ocean is wrapping us in the tarp i click the light into my shoulder harness and i just point it upwards so that I have my hands free. What you said once he gets the tarp mm-hmm. around you? Yeah, after it's on top okay. of us. Do we trap some of those so things you, in with us? We're about to find out. <laughs> you go and you pull the tarp out while he's holding it above you. You kind of hunker down as small as you can and then get the tarp and you try to swoosh it around all of you. Yeah, it's kind of like turtle us underneath it. Yes, make a little turtle underneath it. And you're able to do that successfully. You immediately feel just dozens or potentially hundreds of small bodies immediately rocket into the outside of the tarp oh lord just latching onto it and the weight adds up very quickly give me a zero harm harm roll for that i guess we just roll 2d6 just 2d6 me and ocean no just ocean he's the one holding this tarp up where he just got basically hit by a bike so seven so with your seven i get to choose one of the following you lose your footing you lose your grip on whatever you're no. holding. You lose track of someone or something you're attending to. Oh. You miss noticing something important. All of those are bad. All of those are pretty bad. Uh, I'm going to say as this massive force hits you, it's like literally getting a pedestrian getting hit by a passing cyclist. Like this massive weight, but from all directions, you end up stumbling forward. Book, you lose hold of the light. You're all still under this tarp, but you get smushed into this gross wet ground underneath you the light is mostly covered up right at this moment ocean you on top holding the tarp behind you feel a lot of sharp things starting to pierce through the top of the tarp and into the back of your arms uh you take one armor piercing harm for now what do you guys do next so none of those things ended up in the tarp with us doesn't seem like it oh i don't like that answer 
book. I think we need to get to the lighthouse fast. I immediately scrambled to grab the light and put it into the holster, like I described. You grab it, pull it up. Uh, there's still a bunch of mud caked on the front of it, so it only kind of partially illuminates. Can in I here. wipe it off with my fingies? Yep, you go to wipe it off. This whole time, there's still more and more things bundling up around the outside of ocean. You can't feel it, book, but you hear them. It's just a lot of book. skittering. Book, we, we gotta move. We gotta go, book. It's like a meat-on-meat meat sound or a skin-on-skin skin sound just all around you. Oh, shit, you're on top of me. I can't move until you okay. move. Okay, all right. <laughs> Ocean's gonna push himself up, and he's gonna kind of stabilize book so that way we're kind of like arms on top like of hands, each other's shoulders <laughs> yeah and uh he's gonna try his absolute best to go as fast as he can to get to the lighthouse okay so you're gonna try to go quick under this tarp while book is illuminating it to try to keep it as like a little yeah, yeah. safe light bubble is the goal exactly. okay both of you are gonna have to give me one more act under fire okay uh okay that was a seven for book okay nine for me seven for book you guys start moving faster and faster trying to make it to the lighthouse as quick as possible you guys do now remembering in your mind's eye it seemed like for some reason these things were not piled up around the actual lighthouse itself you could actually see it illuminated uh dimly in the distance you know you're well over halfway there now as you're running along going as quick as you can but as this is happening, the tarp kind of is billowing up a little bit at the bottom and you guys feel a couple little things sneak in here with you and you don't get a good look at them, but you feel something very kind of proboscisy and sharp around your ankles right now. Uh, both of you take an additional harm and both of you give me a one harm harm roll. Okay, is this one armor piercing or no? Uh, this is armor piercing, yeah. If the things are wrapping around your ankles, it's usually armor. Yeah, ocean is now unstable. They're like under our clothes? Yep. Horrific. It's dark in there. Oof, that's a two. <laughs> Wait, so it's my roll, which was a three, minus one, which was also a two. Oh my god. That was not the time to roll that bad. Hey, ocean, I think we're gonna die. Not done yet. Ocean, you, since you just got unstable with that, as you stumble forward a little bit, the tarp goes like taut against your back and it, you feel a bunch of them start piercing into you from the tarp side as well. Okay. And you collapse unconscious. Unconscious? You are unconscious, yes. Oh. Book, you have no idea what caused that, but you see him just suddenly go limp. He seemed like he was kind of okay just a second ago, like he definitely was hurt a little bit by that, but he just collapses face down into the mud, pulling this tarp down tight on top of you. As you fall down, you also lose your footing, and you're on the ground now with him, and he seems unconscious. What do you do? Cow tools, help. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay, so Book... Oh man, uh, book tries to stay under the, but fuck, wait, what does it matter? Fuck it. Okay, this is a, this is such a fucking shit show. Why is everything such a shit show? Uh, and as you go to the ground, you think maybe literally that mud seems to taste a little bit like very healthy poop. Oh god, <laughs> of course it does. I want to try to roll ocean onto his back and also try to keep the tarp on us. You can do that. He's heavier than you expected, actually. <laughs> He's like he was already big, and when you roll him over, you're like, "That was actually difficult." But you're able to do it without. A roll. Okay. And then I want to inspect. Like, is is he breathing? Uh, he is breathing. His heartbeat's still there. Okay. 
Uh, it looks like he is very suddenly broken out on a, in a big sweat. He is slimy. That was actually part of the reason it was hard to turn him over. It's like a little slime monster trying to flip him. He's like he was like a and fried egg that wasn't quite ready to be oh. turned. I take this time to investigate the ground around us. Do I see any mushrooms? <laughs> You're really looking for mushrooms. Well, the healing mushroom could be useful. There are some a small cluster of these probably poop-covered mushrooms. You cannot tell if they're good or bad, but you could definitely grab them. And you could even shove them in his mouth if you wanted to, but... <laughs> the skittering starts getting stronger. You start feeling the weight now that he's not holding the tarp up for you on top of you. Like, maybe hundreds of these things are starting to land on top of you. Okay, I use the sword cane to prop up the tarp into a tent. So I kind of, I want to wedge the bottom of the sword cane into Ocean's arm armpit and then try to prop up the tent. Yeah, you got a little half tent here, but there is a lot of weight on it. You think it will not last very long. Okay. I have water. I'd like to rinse off Ocean's face and the mushrooms. Okay. They get clean. Okay. Are they good mushrooms? Do you have your little cheat sheet? Ocean has it, I think. So I search <laughs> yeah. Ocean's pockets. Just give me a sharp roll. Okay. Also, but the ones that Ocean touched before hurt him really bad. Yeah, these didn't hurt you really bad. Uh, that is uh, double sizes, natural 12. Uh, plus, what, what was it? Plus sharp? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 14. This is actually two different mushroom types clustered together. Okay. Seems like they like eating the same mm -hmm. things. And one of them is the uh, antiseptic one. Cool. What's the other one? Not on the sheet. Fuck. So nothing it's, good. It's not on the sheet? Yeah, it's not okay, on the sheet. Okay, great. So I pick out the nice ones and I shove them into Ocean's mouth. Or actually, no, I shove them into my mouth. I masticate and spit it into Ocean's mouth and try to get him to swallow it. Oh, God. That's sweet. That's horrific. Oh. That kind of snaps you out of it for a second, Ocean. The you do sheer come disgustingness of his like. Yeah, it's very bitter. And then I. Very slimy. Can I smear more of my mushroom spit paste onto his wounds? You can you try. Said it's antiseptic, right? Yeah. Which I don't think you're supposed to ingest antiseptic. No, not <laughs> at all. Topical. I was like, he just poured rubbing alcohol in his mouth, which will leak him up. But I just, I, I realized that after I did it. But yeah, so I spit a little bit in his mouth, but then I try to rub the rest on his arms and stuff. <laughs> Book, that's. The only place he can easily get to is like his ankles, where they got him before. Oh yeah, do I see the little fuckers on his ankle? Uh, no, it doesn't seem like they're still there right now, but they are smashing themselves into the tarp and it's about to Are they away. still on my ankles? No. Oh. There's none in here right now. Okay. You're you're all the way on the ground, like smushed in it, like barely up off of Okay, anything. so while I do that, I want to... Okay, okay, hold on. Big brain moments. If we tie the sword into the car batteries, it might get hot enough to glow. So I'm going to do that. The car batteries from the light. I want to, I want to hook them up to uh, basically the either end of the sword or just a section of the sword and see if it gets hot enough to glow. Okay, give me an act under fire roll. This is dumb. This is dumb, isn't it? This is a dumb idea. This is dumb, yeah. Uh, an eight, what is it? You said act under fire? So that was a 10. Yeah, you put it on there and it does start glowing. It gets incredibly hot like very quickly you're just basically shorting out this battery mm -hmm. right um so it, yeah it very quickly gets very 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 hot starts giving a dim glow Does it set and the tarp you on fire? see the tarp starts melting on it <laughs> what starts melting on it the tarp starts melting does it catch it. fire i don't think tarps plastic catch on fire. is i'm pretty sure plastic's flammable for sure I think that most of them they intentionally make <laughs> not catch on fire. So I'm gonna say it melts, but it is giving off a dim glow. So you guys got a little bit more light. It's not very much. It's not like positional. It, you think it may 
keep them a little away from you, like if you like waved it around in them. So when the tarp starts melting and Ocean sees how hot the stuff is, Ocean is going to grab his shotgun, crack it open, like, you know, open it up, grab two of his shit, the shells, pull out the gunpowder from the shells, pour it on the ground and put oh, the God. sword on it to see if they can get the gunpowder to light and start a small fire and then book to the other side because well also we can light other stuff on fire like do we have anything else you guys do not have much seconds as your limiting factor here okay true 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 <laughs> also tarps are flammable i yeah. just looked it up but go fuck yourself anything's flammable if you do it well enough true i'll say we put some we put the gunpowder on the melted parts of the tar tarp so it sticks together use the sword to light the gunpowder makes it possibly ignite uh, into a bright flash big old flaming I have the torch. fucking camera too so i don't have any more film but i have the flash in the camera right yeah I start flashing the camera like crazy. As you guys, I'm assuming this is as you're running. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys have, you guys have said like 30 things that are going to at least require a roll. So, but yes. Okay. Uh, I'll say most of this can be rolled up into ocean. Give me an act under fire roll to quickly bite off this gunpowder, light it on fire with a sword and start hauling ass. <laughs> hey, it's a flaming sword. It's a flaming sword at this point, or at least a very hot sword. That is an 11. Yes, you pop open your shotgun shells while they're still in the barrel, rip off the tops with your teeth and pour it onto the ground in front of you. And book, you're able to quickly put the sword into it, which causes this big little flash of fire that shoots up and catches fire to the far side of the tarp that I'm assuming you abandon and just sprint. Oh, I'm holding it. I'm holding one end of it since it's holding on the other side. So that way, at least it's coming with us. So we have a source of <laughs> you're dragging this flaming tarp in front of you while you run trying to uh, shoot as many flashes of this as possible. Right. Yeah. And I'm waving the sword like uh, I'm, I, obviously I still have the light. But it's still pointed up. Yeah, like Sherman and then I'm bringing waving, justice to the I'm, south. I'm waving the sword and I'm flashing the camera. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, give me a try something challenge. Okay, I can do that. Uh, that's a five. As you're running forward, you guys sprint, carrying, dragging this tarp behind you. Book gets a little bit of a lead not having to uh, wield this ma massive tarp, and he's flashing this bulb as much as he can to try to scare away whatever these creatures are. And with each little strobe of the flash, you can get these glimpses of them just in the hundreds or thousands swarming around you. You just get little glimpses of features and they're all kind of look like bats, kind of look like large insects Ugh. or locusts. It's really hard to tell. Like at first you may think it's bats, you see these leathery wings, but then you realize they're like segmented and there's like two pairs of them and their head is very hard to decipher. Definitely has some fangs on it, but there's also this like proboscis, almost like a wasp face, uh, but you do not get great read of them as you read forward, uh, run forward. Leading the way book, you end up taking three harm, not armor piercing, from them as they swarm in around you and you feel these scratches and these bites and these instantly itching spots. They just get this massive histamine response as they brush past you um, before you stumble onto the little platform surrounding the lighthouse and ocean leading the back with your harp <laughs> that seems as you wave it around it does definitely seem to be uh, scaring them away and a lot of them seem to be reacting to like the dark parts of the tarp and dive bombing it and crowding it around you. And near the end, it does actually get wrenched out of your hands, but you're able to jump up on the edge. Uh, you do take an additional two points of harm, but so yeah, you still take one harm. Ocean has two armor, I thought. He has gang size helps, but gang, that doesn't help him here. Okay, I have one armor, so I'm at 10 o'clock. I have one health left. <laughs> I have one little slidey boy left. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, one left. 
one on my pie chart. But you find yourselves on this little rocky platform on the outskirts of this massive tower. The door is actually conveniently right in front of you with a few little steps in front of it. It's an old wooden door painted bright red. So Ocean collapses against the door and pushes it open. And as he's pushing it over, falls face first into the room to try and get out of the, uh, get inside the lighthouse. Yep. You guys are able to get in. The door is actually unlocked. I assume you close it behind you. Yep. Then as closing it, he slides down onto his plate and looks over at Book and is like, well, I think we're stuck here now. I ruined the heat treatment on my sword. We have uh, more con- pressing concerns, Book. <laughs> Ocean looks like he's barely I don't know that we life. do, Ocean, because if we have to use this thing <laughs> and I have a soft edge, Ocean. Do, do you have any of those antiseptic, whatever it was, left, that poultice? I don't know. Don't ask how. I don't want to know how you made it. I have more in my cheek, <sighs> like just in between my teeth and stuff. Oh, and I spit it into my hand. Oh, oh. put it on my back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to say as you rub that into his back underneath his jacket, uh, you can heal one. Oh. Which I feel like is a kind one. (laughs) Yeah, we're both at 10 o'clock. Oh, Lord. Uh, It's very dark in here, but it looks like there's one dangling incandescent light 80 feet above you in this tower. And there's just one very spirally wooden creaky staircase going all the way up to the top. A book pats ocean on the shoulder and goes listen pal you can you can rest up but i i need to see what's up there and book starts limping up the staircase wait wait before you go he presses his hand on book and uses healing touch i hope it fails <laughs> <laughs> i don't I... can you healing touch yourself i think we ruled that we can't that i can't it's a 14. Nice. That's a pretty good roll. <laughs> That's oh, a wow. perfect timing for this. Okay, so healing touch. I get to choose three. Okay, so I'm going to say I take your pain away. I heal their tissue damage, stop the bleeding, and I remove any disease and purge infection. Nice. And you get to decide whether that heals one or two harm. I'm going to say that heals two harm. You feel way better. You are still unstable. Again, of sorry. course. Uh, yeah, that feels way better. Okay. You immediately get some pep in your step. You, It's like you just catch your breath in one second. Like you just had just sprinted as hard as you've sprinted in your life to get to this door. Which we probably did. Puts his hands on you. You just take one breath in and your heart rate seems to be the normal rate. Your legs aren't itching. You seem pretty good. Okay. I hand Ocean the light because he needs something and I keep the sword i think it's still hooked up to the car battery so i'm I'm carrying the car battery (laughs) under one arm and i'm holding the sword out in front of me with the other and as i start walking up the stairs i whisper to the vesuvius are you okay no sorry i've been taking a little bit of a nap did anything happen recently are you fucking kidding me (laughs) no i I, right when we got to that sand room i started counting the fallen sand and it was just relaxing i almost died we ocean almost died ocean really yeah ocean died. is leaning up against the door his eyes are glazed over he like i've never seen ocean waves. almost die i believe you almost died <laughs> oh we made it did we make it to that lighthouse yeah yeah we're there oh man my quads are gonna be burning after this hike as he looks up to the <laughs> yeah mine our I, I think you mean our quads our quads <laughs> and you hike up these stairs, these creaky stairs, uh, continuing upward and upward, many, many flights. I don't know if they count flights on lighthouses, but this is a massive lighthouse. 
Uh, so it takes you quite a while to reach the top that has a big wooden hatch. A big wooden what? Hatch. Hatch. Yeah. So you're not at the fun, light, swirly part yet. There's a hatch at the top of the stairs. Is there anything... Like, ha- there was nothing, just stairs? Yep, just stairs, swirling all... Big spiral staircase all the way up. I push open the hatch. It very dustily opens. There's just this cloud of debris as soon as you poke your little head up there, and it's pretty well but infrequently illuminated up here as a massive light is swirling around uh, that catches. There's a little reflection along the top, basically, that provides some illumination into this room. Uh, So you're able to quickly see this room is dusty. There's just decomposing paper and books and uh, desks that look like they're almost falling over. Give me a Rita Sitch roll. Is the the light bulb electric or is it a gas... Like a a, a, uh, a fuel-driven flame. Uh, if you were able to inspect it very closely, or maybe you can get some hints from just looking at it, it seems to be like an LED of some sort. Big-ass LED. Okay. That is a 10. 10. Nice. Ask me four questions. Let me let me take a look at my sniff the wind. Smells like wind in here. Hmm. Okay. So what is keeping secrets? What should I be on the lookout for? Who's in control here? And what represents the best opportunity for me to gather information, I guess? Or, like, find my parents? (laughs) I'm going to answer most of those with a single thing, but just so you know. Oh, no. You don't have your light, right? You left it with Ocean? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm using... I probably should have given you the the hot sword that you could have used to cauterize wounds. Well, you got a flashlight, right? Yeah, you have your normal flashlight. Oh, yeah, I do have... I do have... Yeah. So you take out your everyday carry flashlight and... Uh, shine it around this room and it's it's very wet in here wetter than you would expect there's kind of dripping there's you see all on the ceiling and all down one side of the wall there's this like thick slime and then like a big collection of mushrooms right uh coming out of like one edges of the big rotating light on the bottom uh Mm -hmm. like a massive amount like you decide not to walk on that side of the room as you go around you shine your light and you see a lot of very old uh, newspapers technical manuals instruction manuals magazine clippings are all attached to the wall it doesn't look too different than your crazy person wall except this looks more like a collage or like a teenage boys room from the 90s where they put all their favorite pictures up on their corkboard <laughs> and it's all sorts of things maybe the biggest thing that jumps out to you is a one-page advertisement for something called google dome it says the housing of the future and it gives a little layout of people being able to live completely underground with all of these automated food delivery services and things like that. And you live in this little dome-shaped building hundreds of feet under the sur- surface of the earth is what it's claiming for, or claiming on the page. And as you bring your light around the other side of the room, you see probably the most shocking thing, which is this desiccated human body that is just like leathery, like skin completely pressed against the bones like this person looks like they probably starved for a very long time like they got down to like 70 pounds like it's barely skin hanging on bones on this body leaning in this like moldy chair that has that same slime all around it draped over top of it kind of going over portions of the body that when you shine your light on it the eyes on it crustily open up and it peels itself forward and goes visitors (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what did it say? Visitors.
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Oops! All Apocalypses. Keep that podcatcher open that you're listening to this on and go give us five stars and leave a comment telling me what I should get Jacob and Brady for Christmas. The music and editing was performed by Stu Masterson. Brady McDonough made the logo. And Jacob tests all of our 9-volt batteries by sticking them on the tip of his tongue. Love you, bye.